The zeroth law is an afterthought. Although it had long been known that such a law was essential to the logical structure of thermodynamics, it was not dignified with a name and number until early in the twentieth century. By then the first and second laws had become so firmly established that there was no hope of going back and renumbering them. As will become apparent, each law provides an experimental foundation for the introduction of a thermodynamic property. The zeroth law establishes the meaning of what is perhaps the most familiar, but is in fact the most enigmatic of these properties, temperature. Thermodynamics, like much of the rest of science, takes terms with an everyday meaning and sharpens them, some would say hijacks them, so that they take on an exact and unambiguous meaning. We shall see that happening throughout this introduction to thermodynamics. It starts as soon as we enter its doors. The part of the universe that is at the center of attention in thermodynamics is called the system. A system may be a block of iron, a beaker of water, an engine, a human body. It may even be a circumscribed part of each of those entities. The rest of the universe is called the surroundings, The surroundings are where we stand to make observations on the system and infer its properties. Quite often, the actual surroundings consist of a water bath maintained at constant temperature, but that is a more controllable approximation to the true surroundings, the rest of the world. The system and its surroundings jointly make up the universe. Whereas for us the universe is everything— For a less profligate thermodynamicist, it might consist of a beaker of water, the system, immersed in a water bath, the surroundings. A system is defined by its boundary. If matter can be added to or removed from the system, then it is said to be open. A bucket, or more refinedly, an open flask, is an example, because we can just shovel in material. A system with a boundary that is impervious to matter is called closed. A sealed bottle is a closed system. A system with a boundary that is impervious to everything in the sense that the system remains unchanged, regardless of anything that happens in the surroundings, is called isolated. A stoppered vacuum flask of hot coffee is a good approximation to an isolated system. The properties of a system depend on the prevailing conditions. For instance, the pressure of a gas depends on the volume it occupies, and we can observe the effect of changing that volume if the system has flexible walls. Flexible walls is best thought of as meaning that the boundary of the system is rigid everywhere except for a patch, a piston, that can move in and out. Think of a bicycle pump with your finger sealing the orifice. Properties are divided into two classes. An extensive property depends on the quantity of matter in the system, its extent. The mass of a system is an extensive property. So is its volume. Thus, two kilograms of iron occupies twice the volume of one kilogram of iron. An intensive property is independent of the amount of matter present. The temperature, whatever that is, and the density are examples. The temperature of water drawn from a thoroughly stirred hot tank is the same regardless of the size of the sample. 
the density of iron, is 8.9 grams per cubic centimeter, regardless of whether we have a 1 kilogram block or a 2 kilogram block. We shall meet many examples of both kinds of property as we unfold thermodynamics, and it is helpful to keep the distinction in mind.